0: use the promo code blue wire to get an exclusive savings shop for unforgettable gifts that are guaranteed to make dad's day because if there's one thing that omaha steaks knows it's the dad's want steak that's omahasteaks.com promo code blue wire at checkout to save on exclusive packages starting at just 89 dollars without further ado that's what the game's all about
1: and
0: you feel like you can't
1: miss.
2: Floor, go. Welcome to Buckets. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is the Thursday Workshop. We break down the lines hot off the presses, get you ahead of all that line movement, unless weird things happen like happened on Wednesday. It's a bunch of Random crazy stuff has happened with lines lately. Uh, we will cover all those scenarios and more with my guys tonight. Professional better Raheem Palmer joins me. Raheem, how you doing? Life is good.
1: Get old. I just turned 36 yesterday. So, I mean, we just in here just trying to pick out some
2: winners, close out the NBA season right. Yeah, you didn't tell me yesterday, so I'm not telling you happy birthday. You don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm you, don't know, so. it's too late now. You have no... No gifts, no cake, nothing, but no balloons, no banner for you, Raheem. Um, at the at the ripe young age of 36. Joe Delera, NBA analyst, how are you? We're doing okay. We're uh we're surviving. We're surviving. We're looking forward
3: for these games coming up.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and break down the Thursday night slate in the NBA. Everything we talk about can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. Make sure you download it right now. You're not going to regret it. You're going to be like, oh, man, where have I been? If for no other reason, if you're live betting these games, it's got a half dat, halftime countdown timer. Let you know when halftime is so you can get those bets in and know what your timing is. Get your snack, get your halftime bets in, et cetera, along with all sorts of information you're going to want and need to do your betting. Check it out, the Action Network app. All right, Raheem, I already know where you're going with your first bet. I cannot believe where you're going with your best bet. We have all these great games on the slate a Titanic matchup in the Eastern Conference with the Nets taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, We have a big battle with Paul George back between the Clippers and the Bulls, important things on the line for both of those teams. And yet you are going to take for your best bet.
1: The Atlanta Hawks, both teams are on a back-to-back. So the situational spot doesn't matter to a certain extent, but the Hawks are at home in this matchup and they're laying five points. And I think this number is actually a little bit short. I mean, like first things first, when you look at this Cleveland Cavaliers team, they're not going to have Jared Allen. They're not going to have Evan Mobley. And believe it or not, their defense is just as bad as the Atlanta Hawks post all-star break, except for they actually don't have an offense. They're scoring 112 points, 400 possessions. I mean, they're really struggling. They have a net rating of minus 3.4 since the All-Star break. Guess who has a better net rating? The Atlanta Hawks at 1.8. And this team is second in offensive rating. They can score the basketball. So you give me two teams who aren't really going to be able to defend, and you give me one elite offense and one bad offense, it just lines up perfectly. I actually make this line six based on post-All-Star break numbers. But then when you factor in Evan Bobley out of this matchup, it's a real bad spot for the Cleveland Cavaliers who are going to travel east after playing the Dallas Mavericks and who these two teams are actually playing on a back to back. The Atlanta Hawks are playing the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're 11 point favorites. The Cleveland Cavaliers are playing the Dallas Mavericks in a game in which they're catching two points. So it's a real bad spot. Atlanta Hawks will probably blow out the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Cleveland Cavaliers will probably find themselves in a dogfight. So I think I'm going with the Hawks on this one. I think, you know, they're going to be the more rested team. They're at home. They really need the game to actually stay in the play and
2: race. So I, I think it's a good spot for them. 16 and 15 is a home favorite this season. The Atlanta Hawks are so like not, not as bad of a number as it was early. They had a really bad start in that capacity. Nate McMillan said before the game versus the Thunder, this is a taking care of business spot you tell me that the Hawks are in a quote taking care of business spot. And I start to get nervous. Like that's who they've been this year is they're just like, they're painfully inconsistent. They do not take care of business. Um, Hawks is a favorite on a back-to-back this season, two and five against the spread. Um, Hawks this season as versus teams that are 500 or better this season. um, I hesitate on this. I think the Collins injury matters more here. Like, I just don't think that, that I don't want any part of the Hawks if, if John Collins isn't playing. The Mobley thing does matter. He's out the next three games. Jared Allen's probably not going to play. I think how they play versus this Mavericks team actually I think determines a lot here. Uh, but let me ask you this. Okay, let's say that the Mavericks the line has done weird things. We're recording this on Thursday night. The line has done weird things in that Mavericks Cavs game. If the Cavaliers lose that game by double digits, like the Mavericks just smoke them. Because they're they can't do anything without Mobley and, and Allen. This line moves to what do you think? Probably seven. Okay. I don't think it's going to get too much further than that. All right, you you've only got this at six versus a line of five. Is that the cutoff of six?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking six. I mean, this is a, a real small edge. I'm digging. Like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think their team total is like one twelve.
1: Maybe that's an angle if you don't feel like the Cavs can defend them. Yeah. That actually may be the angle. Joe, what do you think on this one?
3: I definitely lean the Hawks. I feel like the Cavs have just been a total tailspin. And I think that Atlanta at this point too, I think it's kind of crazy, but maybe they can make some noise in the East. Like the East is just not looking as good as it, as it did like a month ago. So if they can get into that eight seed, you know, with especially with Brooklyn playing a tough game, you know, tonight against Milwaukee you know coming up on the same on the same slate maybe they maybe they have a shot so I, I really I do like the Hawks here a lot and I think that they may, maybe they'll try a couple of things against the Cavs and uh, kind of experiment for what they might try to do in a
1: playing game
2: okay best of luck to you both trusting the Hawks I would just <laughs> I will
1: wish you well they are a team I really bet I think that's how much I hate the Cavs at this point
2: <laughs> Joe what's your best bet for Thursday
3: I really am looking at this game. I'm looking at the Clippers and the Bulls. And I really am at the point where I don't trust Chicago yeah. to do anything. And after after this effort that you know the Clippers put forward against the Utah Jazz, granted, like I have my reservations about the Jazz as well. The fact that we're giving them three and a half points on the road, like I, I like it. I'm gonna take the Cl- the Clippers plus three and a half here. The amount of wings that they have is, I think, problematic for Chicago. Uh, I think that Paul George coming back, I think you could really say whether he's injured or not. You could really you could probably make the argument at least uh, that he's the best player on the floor. So I think that, you know, I like the Clippers in this spot. I know that they're not trying to they can't really move up. They can't really move down in the standings, whereas Chicago kind of has that type of motivation. But the Clippers need to get rolling. They got to get back into a rhythm. So I think you're going to see them really push and, you know, and try to get get going out there. Um, So I I like the Clippers plus three and a half. I I just don't trust Chicago and their 20th ranked defense. Whereas, you know, the Clippers, their offense has struggled. But when you add Paul George back into the mix, their offense is still not the best, but their defense is locked down. So I think that that could really bother the Bulls here. So I'll take the Clippers plus three and a half.
2: Yeah, I've got this 2.3. I don't want any part of it. I think um it feels like this is gonna move the other direction. Like I'm a little surprised, honestly, that the Bulls open as favorites. Like yeah. I, I like I wouldn't be surprised with this close pick up, Raheem. What do you what do you have this number at? I
1: have it at four, obviously. I mean, there's no Paul George. I mean, other than that one game. Okay, well let's, let's start. Numbers. No,
2: hang on. Let's start. Let, we can do this, right? So let's start there. We got we got four uh for the full is that full season or since all star? No, that's that's post all-star. Okay, post all-star. So for, Paul George objectively at the books is worth three points. Like I can tell you that one. That's multiple bookmakers have confirmed that that's the number on Paul George is three points. So if we move mm-hmm. the Paul George three points, they, uh, that already gets us value on the Clippers here at at yeah. one. Right. That moves it to to Bulls minus one. I do think this is going to move the other direction. I don't think if you're going to bet it, I would not bet it if this moves the Clippers as a favorite. Would you? No.
3: No, I don't think so. I think the lowest you could really take it is, you know, maybe like a two and a half. Like I like the three, the three and a half, because it's getting me outside of one possession here. And uh, that's, that's part of why I like it. Cause they, I do think they can keep this close at the very least. I struggle to see this being more than, you know, like a possession type of game. Like I could see this coming down to the very end.
2: The total on this game at the early line um, is two twenty one and a half. and a half. That. Feels light to me. I yeah. I, I kind of like the over in the spot. Um, I've got it. Totally disagree. Okay, you're on the other side of it. Why? It's
3: actually two twenty three
1: at bet three six five too. Okay, so. I totally disagree. The bull. I mean, the Bulls haven't been able to score at all. They were one oh four against the Knicks, one oh seven against the Wizards, one oh nine against the Pelicans, ninety eight against the Bucks. Like this offense has really, really been struggling, and this Clippers defense. I mean, you got Paul George back in the lineup. Joe mentioned it, that he can give some, some problems to DeRozan
2: or Levine. So, and I mean, we know the Clippers can't score, so. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If we're going to use recent, okay, clean the glass, 24th in offense for the Bulls last two weeks. All right, yeah. fair point. Clippers are 27th in defense last two weeks. Fair. But even if I use my full season numbers, I have it two seventeen. Yeah, but the full-season numbers are always going to skew towards the under because we have those first Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, what's your, what's your post-all-star yeah. number on this? 210. What? Yes. That's low. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm off of it. Here's a big thing. Is Hartenstein or Zubach going to play more? They yeah. cooked the jazz with Hartenstein, and he, he's playing really well. Hartenstein's awesome, yeah. But Zoo's mm-hmm. also like their starter. And if they're playing Zoo, it's drop, which means Zach Levine and DeRozan just getting three mid-rangers off the pick, like constantly, even with those guards yeah. coming over the top of the screen. And even with Paul George, I still kind of only think that, that, that Bulls, I, I will say this. I don't think the Bulls offense is going to continue to struggle to score. Like they yeah. got too many weapons, like that, that mm-hmm. Chicago, Chicago should dig cat bounce if nothing else here in a little bit. Yeah. Like I, I think they've hit the bottom of the well. I I don't think that, I don't look at these last couple. I think the bulls are banged up. Like the guys have been in and out. Levine's been, been in and out. Do
3: you think their last two week defensive numbers are a little skewed though? Because it's the five games are the jazz twice, the nuggets, the Sixers, and they had one game against the Raptors. So the jazz offense is still, they're still scoring, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's look, it's mm-hmm. possible that the Clippers are just like in a bad two week stretch. I get that. Um, like I, and they're mm-hmm. eighth for the season for sure. And I, I, I mean, if nothing else, honestly, if you're going to play the under, maybe the play here is honestly like the fact that the Clippers offense still isn't very good. Like yeah. it's, still, it's still 26 for the season. Yeah, I think I'm not going to play it, but are you going to bet the under, Raheem? I need to think this through because a lot
1: of times when my number is this far off, I have to wonder what it is I'm missing or what my model is missing. They opened at 223 and point that has 224. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, what am I missing? Hmm. And I want to see what the market does because I mean, I think that's telling if if we wake up tomorrow, does it go up? Does it go down?
2: I don't know. No way you're betting the over. You're only betting. I'm
1: I'm only betting under as far as the side. I'm a little scared of the Clippers because in the, the fashion in which they won was, it was scary for me because had they won that game and they were in it the whole time, I would feel better about it. But the fact that they had to the come back from down twenty five and the yeah. Jazz were carving them up,
2: and everybody saw that. And then the
1: lines only three and a half. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, th- that's what I don't get. Is is right? Like you would expect this to be much closer to a pickem or Clippers favorite with PG back. Yeah, and the fact that it's not, that honestly is like they're they I mean, the books are are asking you. They're like, no, no, no we want you to bet the Clippers, please. Please, yeah. please come on, Paul George back. Why? Why don't you want the Clippers? Come on. We're giving you points with the Clippers. Uh and that that to me is a very big I never want to be in a situation where the books are are asking me to take the side. Um yeah. it makes me a little bit nervous. And yeah. I'm
3: just saying thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh
2: all right. We have to talk about the big game of the night. We got to, got to. Sixers pistons. No, I'm just kidding. Uh it's, it's <laughs> the Sixers might lose, honestly. What? It's <laughs> it's, it's 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 Bucks nets. Uh the Nets are one point favorites in this one. Raheem, I've got it. Pick 'em. I've got it exactly at 0. 0.0. Uh, that's for full season numbers, which honestly is going to skew a little bit. Like those numbers are useless. We've talked about this with the Nets and that stretch where they didn't have any but have KD and all of these types of things. Just not the same teams. Bucks coming off a big win versus the Sixers. God, Giannis was insane in that game. Like, I've been, I have a lot of money on on Nikola Jokic for MVP. I honestly think Giannis might deserve to win it. And one games never shift me this much. He was so goddamn dominant versus the Sixers in that third quarter, fourth quarter stretch. I walked away being like, that's the best player in basketball. I don't care. That's the best player in basketball. Um, all right, so Nets are one point favorites here. I am stubborn on this that I think the Bucs are better. Bruce Brown's been giving them the Nets very good minutes. Andre Drummond and Seth Curry are giving them very good minutes. Kyrie's numbers have actually not been that good. They lose the home opener last weekend versus the Hornets with Kyrie. The first game he gets to play and they lose it. Raheem, what do you have for the side for Nets? Bucks. I Listen, guess let's do like since All Star. I've been out of pickle. Okay. I have the Bucks pretty much by half a point. Okay. So look, I mean, that's still two points of value, right? Like yeah. objectively, let me ask you that when you got a spread, but it's at one you've, when you've got an edge of usually like if the line's five and you have it three, there's value. And if the line is five and you have it seven, you have value on the other side. If you have a line yeah. where it's one and you have two points of value where you think the wrong team is favored, like what's the comparison of value for you in that spot?
1: Mm, I mean, it's tough. When my model makes something a pick'em, I'm trying to decide what team is going to win in that spot more than anything. And I, I think for this game, I, I really don't know. I think the Bucks' defense is shaky. I think we saw that against the Sixers. Like, I think the Nets are going to be able to score, but can the Nets even stop the Bucs? So the first thing I look at is the total. This, total. Feels, like a, this feels like a fire yep. drill over to me.
2: Yeah, so total in this game is 238. Woo! That's a lot of points, but I lean towards it. I found this out when I did the guide for Sixers Bucks. The Bucks, since the All Star break, are allowing the second most three point makes per 100 possessions in the NBA. And the reason the Sixers had a lead at halftime was they bombed from three. And the reason the Sixers ran out of gas in that game and lost was because they stopped hitting three pointers. Um, the Nets obviously: Patty Mills, Kyrie, Katie, Seth Curry, Bruce Brown. A lot of three-point shooters if the nets give up those kind of threes maybe there's value on the on the on the nets here i do it's 238 what do you put the number at Raheem?
1: Those all-star break numbers puts it at 249 Woo-hoo! yeah okay <laughs> so okay i mean pre-all-star break is 231 so i, I think i think 240 is probably the right number <laughs>
3: Okay. I want the Clippers and Bulls borrow some of those points. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Joe, what do you think on this one? I lean the Bucks just generally in the Eastern Conference. Like I like the Bucks a lot, and this game, I I think I might look for a live bet opportunity because if I can get the spread, like I know, like the like the other night when the Bucks played the Sixers, they went down, and at halftime it was like Bucks plus seven. And it just feels like against the Nets uh, or like a team that like is going to struggle probably defensively. If the Bucs for some reason just go cold for a little bit, me, if I can get more than two possessions at any point, I mean, that might be a big ask. But, you know, even if I can get more than one possession at some point, I might look to live bet Milwaukee here at the end of the day. I think they can outlast them, uh, especially with the fact that they can kind of attack in every single way. And the Bucks transition defense is some of the best in the league. So if it forces the Nets into, you know, like a half court position, I'm a little concerned. Like, I, obviously, the Nets can score really on anybody, but like I'm, I'm a little concerned even with maybe betting the total if it gets that high, just if it forces them to play, maybe not the style of ball they want to do.
2: I like the over. I still like the over. I, I think the Bucks have kind of shown that they just can't defend the three point line. They're giving up a lot of those, Both where their, their rotations are at um, the nets are going to put up points. I don't have any doubt about that. And yeah. I, I don't trust like Milwaukee is going to send Giannis to the line 15 times. Like yeah. they can't stop him. They got nothing. They got nothing for him. Yeah. So, um, mm. and this is a big game. I think the, the nets probably want to send a little bit of a message. Right, I think I'm gonna stay away from the side, but yeah. I do like yeah. I do like to yeah, play dude. on the total for the over. Uh, usually in this spot, I'm gonna be betting. I want the box on the money line just because I think they're a better team. Something about this spot, I just think I'm because of the Bucks that three point thing. I want to see them fix their defense a little bit before I go back in. Yeah, um, one more yeah. we got we gotta talk about. We got 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 to talk about <laughs> it. The Utah jazz are 11 and a half point favorites tomorrow versus the Los Angeles Lakers. No, Anthony Davis, no LeBron James. Well, Anthony Davis is doubtful. This one might move. If, if he gets upgraded tomorrow, if they move him to questionable, he's playing tomorrow. That's your, your, your tip there for navigating the, the injury reports. Mm. He's doubtful today. If on the injury report tomorrow morning for the the Lakers, it lists Anthony Davis as questionable. Just assume he's going to play. You'll see the line move. Like the line will, will move two points on that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Raheem, Jazz just blew another 25-point lead. You and I debated at the early season, like, maybe we don't want to, like, maybe we're not going to fade the the Jazz in the playoffs this year. And now I'm absolutely 100% back. We are fading the shit out of the Utah Jazz in the playoffs. Like, there is no doubt that's what we are doing. Um, Against the spread as a double-digit favorite this season, the Utah Jazz are just 15-7. and They have seven losses as a double digit favorite straight up against the spread as a double digit favorite. They are six and 16, 27% as a double digit favorite. The Los Angeles Lakers are without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Maybe can we bet the Lakers in this spot, Raheem?
1: No the Lakers are beyond comprehension. And look, if LeBron James was playing, I would say yes. But I think you have got to go Jazz first half. I think the Jazz first half, they'll bomb yeah. away from three, and if they choke it, they choke it. But
2: first half, they're going to come out with a vengeance. I like it. I like the first half play, Joe. What do you think?
3: I don't know. I mean the Jazz. The Jazz <laughs> just <I don't> know. <laughs> the Jazz just blow. Like it's like the Lakers are bad. Like I think like yeah. I, mean, I think we can say yeah. that. But uh, just looking at the schedule, I, I tend to agree. Like I don't. I would be surprised if Anthony Davis and LeBron play tonight against the Jazz because they play on Friday, the Pelicans, which they is probably a much more important game, they need that game. for them. So yeah. like they, they need like all the wins that they can at this point, but like, I, I would be surprised if they split them. And Cause I think that they want to play AD and LeBron together to try to probably try to maximize
2: it, but probably I'm just going to watch it. Right. I, I don't trust either team. Like Raheem, let me ask you this. If this, yeah. was the, if this was the Pistons plus 11 and a half, are you better? You take the Pistons. Yeah. yeah. you, you got to take the Pistons. Pistons. I mean, the, the, the Pistons are covering every <laughs> single game at this point. We would take the Pistons <laughs> over the Lakers as a as a double-digit dog. This is, I mean, this is crazy. I'd rather have Kate
3: Cunningham than Malik yeah. Monk. Like, <laughs> I'd rather have Kate Cunningham than
1: Russ. Yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers don't even, like, I mean, right now, they're playing mostly small ball. I'd, I'd rather
2: have, like, jeremy grant they just had better players like wow wow the <laughs> pistons just have better players wow all right um so no play on on jazz lakers outside of jazz first half i do like jazz first half um i do have however a parlay to bounce off of you uh which i can never get anything more than a, i don't hate it out of raheem so i'm always trying to like improve it over bucks nats 238 clippers money line plus 135 Sixers minus 575 versus the Pistons money line that pays 427 I like a moral set for the Clippers money line. Uh, here's the thing. If, if Joe's right and just like the Bulls are bad, like yeah. it's just like the Bulls are bad and they're not going to be good until they get Lonzo back. They're out. They're out of gas or mm-hmm. out of steam. Clippers have a lot of momentum. Feel good. Paul George back. Here, here's a good question. If Paul George had played the entire season. What's this number? Right now, given where the Bulls are at. I'll say minus one. Okay. I kind of think the Clippers mm-hmm. might be favored in that spot. Yeah. Like, the road? Yeah. Even on the road. Even on the road. Just because, look, look where the Bulls are at right now without Lonzo. How banged up they are. They're still trying to get Patrick Williams, like, reintegrated, right? And then, like, if PG plays, the Clippers are probably what? Like, the fifth seed? Yeah. Because they they were at they were winning at like a fifty six percent clip or so before,
3: and I mean he only played however many games. Like, given so. how good
2: like given how good the Clippers have been with Paul George, yeah. like I think this this is either a pickem or Clippers minus one. See yeah. that? Okay, I can definitely see that. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but like even well, let me put it this way: um, all right, it's three. The lines three. We do we expect it to move towards Clippers? Are we in agreement on that? Yeah, I think it might go to like two, or is it going to get reverse line bet the way that the games were today, Raheem? That's that's the question because we had a bunch of games we thought we were going to go one way, and it went the and the money and tickets came in exactly where we thought they were, and it moved the other way because sharps came in.
1: I mean, we've already seen movement on this game already, and we had certain books open it at four, went to three and a half. We had one book open it at three and a half, it went to three. So it seems like the it's movement moving. is coming in on a yes,
2: yeah, it's it's moving towards books. the Clippers already. So I think that's kind of the key here. Is like I still think there's value on on Clippers money line because if it gets to like two, which I think it might, I think Paul George, or even if it gets to three, like Paul George is worth three points of the spread. That gets us the that gets us to pick him, and at that point at plus one thirty five, we're getting thirty five cents. Yeah, and I think three six five has it at
3: plus one fifty, okay, which is significant.
2: Okay, so if you can know. get if you can get uh, get that, you know, maybe shop around, always shop around. But I kind of like this uh, this parlay over box nets Clippers plus one thirty five. Sixers to win. Like it's a four twenty-seven. That's a, that's a tasty three gamer. That's juicy.
1: I don't know. I'm just, I'm real weird about the way they win a game. I think, you know, as you can catch the Clippers when they're down 25, I mean, they seem to win more of those games than anybody else. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll take the Clippers money line.
2: There you go. Um, (laughs) I'm playing. uh, You realize what will happen is like the Clippers will coast in this one. They'll lead by 15 the entire way. And the Sixers will lose to the Pistons. Like, yeah that's what that's what'll happen is yeah (laughs) the Sixers will mess it up all right that's gonna wrap it up for the workshop thanks for joining us our thanks to Giver Gould for producing this episode uh, and Dan Titus for producing the podcast thanks for joining us we'll be back tomorrow with a big picture episode of Buckets where we'll break down the MVP race it's time to get in detail after the latest odds movement and the straw poll that came out following uh, a little bit of writing I did when I told everybody to go ahead and get in on that last Friday my thanks to Joe Dallaire and Raheem Palmer for joining me we'll see you guys again next time Let's get buckets.